We're in a pickle. Nope, we're in a spaceship. This week on The Hapless Heroes. It's entirely possible the DM is not a competent voice actor. Hello and welcome to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. Starting off this evening, we are going to introduce our cast. Starting on my right with Francesco as Percival. We are hurtling through space and none of us know what we're doing. To his right, we have John as Jam Jam. Jam Jam, call home. To his right, we have Lou as Lev. Yes, I also need to call home. (laughs) <laughs> to his right, we have Mike as Brew. This is like a video game. To his right, we have Nicole as Glorp. I'm not sure that this cooler makes a great seatbelt. To her right, we have Seb as Choom. Honestly, this gel is kind of hitting all the right places for me. <laughs> and to his right, we have Zach as Euclid. Slurping on my juice box. This is the song I sing when I am slurping on my juice box. (laughs) The secret is we all got that juice. And now that we've been juiced up and uh, launched away and uh, hurtling through the stars, there's been a surprise launch and a shocking revelation. And now we cut back to a crew already in progress. And we're going to need to put heavy air quotes on the word crew. Um, (laughs) We're on a ship. It's in space. We're moving. We're a crew. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you really heard you heard the voice in the ether, too, calling us a crew. I I just thought I thought that was just me. I really in in Brew's head. He's calling us the brew crew. Nice. (laughs) Stamp it. Send it. Can it. (laughs) <laughs> so one day the autopilot if we if i remember correctly cannot be disengaged now no. and we are blasting towards the barrier of our solar system to places unknown yes so anyway, I, I, I i really i gather that i succinctly summing it up right yeah okay yeah is there a way to establish comms again? Or like, are they talking to us or anything still? So that's I don't know. Nobody's gone to the comms console. I was trying to find that, and then I got distracted by you sticking your body in the, the jelly control thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and wiggling it. Wiggling it in the jelly. <laughs> Trusting is, it, is, he, is he making Wait, those kinds thrusts? of, like, moaning sounds? Wait, does he even when need he to be th- in there when anymore? When he thrusts in the jelly, <laughs> does it give the ship more thrust? <laughs> I need to, Why need is to there extra that. jelly leaking out? <laughs> no, no! Oh, I've been here for no, one day and I already fucked no, the no, ship. No. Too far. Too far. <laughs> I've been here Too for far. one day. When he ejaculates in the jelly, <laughs> does it oh, I, just, despite despite our, our craziness, there is a line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is a line edited this out. Uh, Where's the line? Let's explore. Yeah, that's why we have an editor. No. Let's explore where the line is. I want to explore any further. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Please but, don't let me do another hard cut. So who's going to check the cops? Right. I'm uh, just saying. It's over there. We found, we found a word that is uh, before the line and not past it. So... Nope. I, I, here's, here's, here's what I will say to that, Zach. Just to you. I'm saying this to you right now directly. Yeah. Is that... The more imagery of this shit you put into people's minds, the more likely Rule Thirty Four of our characters becomes possible. And I do not. I'm going to commission that. that. No, <laughs> that is the point. Want. We want. I'm going to commission that. I shit. want not to see it. Want. I don't. I not want. Want to see it. Now, literally, my only love interest is the ship. 
<laughs> I want to hear. I want to read some erotic fan fiction about Chum's uh, <laughs> you know, extra friendly relationship Joystick. with you the are, ship's controls. Are, you, please listen. Please. The ship. The ship is at warp speed. The line was way back there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. right. uh, Speaking of lines, the one you should be concerned about is rapidly approaching you. Mm-hmm. Yes. The so edge of I the am, system. I'm going to try to make an investigation check to Fabulous. try to locate a communications console. All right. And I'm going to like look in the vague direction of where I heard like the voice coming from, I guess. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm just trying to like, you know, think about like where. I mean, I was a little I was a little out of my head. I'm still a little bit out of my head, but. Uh, oh, I can't roll anything good tonight. No, no. Uh, it's it's a seven. So the first console on the right appears to have what looks like an open cone sticking out of the top. It might be something you could speak into. I'm going to start just speaking into it. Uh, Mayday, Mayday, this is not the intended crew of the Cosmos Concordia. We are hoping you can hear us. Please, we are hurtling towards the edge of the solar system, and none of us know how to fly this thing. Speak for yourself. Over. Silence. Well, now, I wouldn't say none of us. I mean, Jim's doing a pretty pretty bang-up job. Thanks, Push the autopilot button. Hey. I mean, we're not dead yet. Look at that. <laughs> Is there any buttons you could press on the uh, comms? Just press any of them. It works real great. I mean, he said it was just like a tube I could talk into. Yeah. Is there any buttons nearby? Is there like a like a like a any sort of? Like oh, absolutely. Gauge? Now that uh, now that you're taking a closer look of it, there's uh there's uh four buttons on underneath uh, the horn thingy there. There's uh looks like maybe two up above it. A uh, big old uh big old knob like even the size of your hand uh, off to the left of it uh it's got a uh, series of uh, marks going from 1 to 11 next to it it's set to 6 right now <laughs> okay so i yeah i could get pick up what you're throwing down there uh i is there any bu- are any of the buttons labeled with like a little speaker like a little speaker symbol or something like that or like a like a phone like a phone symbol like any I mean, the microphone symbols. the microphone itself sure. like what, any, what is yeah. any what would a speaker symbol look like in Concordian uh, culture? It's a good question. A horn. Uh, a horn. Yeah, sure, a horn. Like a horn. Yes, there French is horn. one. Uh, it's the uh, it's the one on the right of the four below the thing. I'm gonna push it down. Does it stay engaged, or is it like one of those press and hold situations? So you push it. You so you lean into the console a little bit to push it down. The horn being you know not far from your head. Cosmos Concordia, Cosmos Concordia, come in as it blares right into your ear. I'm going to try to put, I'm going to turn that, that, that nab down to maybe a four. Wait, does <laughs> they say come in? Does Chum take that as, uh, as instructions? <laughs> oh, no, stop. You need to stop. Can we just not? <laughs> can we just this wasn't my this? intention. Uh, just, just so people know, that was not my intention. Uh, I was just trying to have my hands free, and now I have my hands free. So, <laughs> woo! Uh, nice, mm. nice. <laughs> What's the ship's name? Oh, Cosmos Concordia. We've said Cosmos. it like a million yeah, times. So many Shuma's times. been moaning it for hours now. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, sorry, uh, so you were responding to the uh, voices? Yeah, I would like to try to respond. Uh, uh, this is not Chum's... No, I do not need Chum yelling the name of the ship into this fucking microphone. This um, is the crew of Chum's girlfriend? <laughs> this is... This is the unintended. This is an unintended crew of the Cosmos Concordia. Right, come in. Can you hear us? Can, please come in. So, uh, crew of the Cosmos Concordia. Um, you're not actually the crew of the Cosmos Concordia, are you? No, that's what we said before we launched. And I said we should abort the launch. And then you're like, no, that's a funny joke. And then you launch us into space. And now here we are. Shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Son of a... Yeah, no, don't ignore the other guy from the control room getting in his car and speeding off. 
Um, <laughs> we're, uh... Oh, boy. We are going to be in so much fucking trouble. You okay, gave me so... a cooler for a spacesuit. <laughs> okay. What color is that cooler? Uh, it was blue, right? Blue. Blue. Son of a bitch, he stole my cooler, too? Oh, I'm going to kill him. I am going to kill that cow. It says Yeti on it. Yes, it's got my name right on it. Wonderful. <laughs> I don't know I don't know whether Brew takes offense to that or not, but... Listen. Okay. Okay, okay. Watch, watch, okay. watch your mouth over there. Okay, deep I, breaths, Yeti, deep breaths. Does deep this breaths. cooler okay. meet space safety regulations? I, lady, person... I, I can't really tell due to the voice yes. and the throb. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> that's 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 great. Um, how? Just give me a quick rundown. Who's on the ship? Uh, I'm gonna like you know Percival's gonna start my life. So it's uh, me, Percival Floodhest. Uh, you know, AI technician. You know, through the technicians. Guild. Uh, uh, we have Jam Jam. I think he's actually a, a janitor at the facility. Uh, we <laughs> have Choom, who I think is also a janitor at the facility. Uh, we have Lev here, who I think you said you mentioned you work at you worked at a pleasure floor. Uh, uh, and this man has children, so I, I just really need to figure out how we turn this thing around. Uh, we have a guy named Brew here, who was the bartender last night. We have Glup Glup Glup, which is the, the plasmoid you were just speaking with. Uh, I teach then, kindergarten. Thank you, Glorp. And then we have uh, we have we have Euclid uh, making, over here. I'm making everybody name tags. Don't worry. <laughs> he seems to know something more than he's letting on because he keeps saying uh, he'll never tell. And it's something to do with, never, re- with with Mr. Goldmane and and I something that happened last night. It we might have something a- to do with Mr. Goldmane. It might not. I don't know. See, he's being he's being rather unhelpful and rather cagey about this information, and I'm just it's trying to being determine. Coy. It's cuter that way. I'm being coy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never say. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm sorry to have answered your question with a question, but now I have an answer for your question, and that's no. Literally nothing on the bridge of your uh, of your ship is now safe for space flight. What have you done? What have we, we done? What have I done? What has happened? I'm gonna die. Uh, I'm gonna die. No, 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 no. We listen, are gonna listen. die. You, you have your feet on solid ground, my friend. <laughs> we are the ones hurtling through space at untold speeds. You need to help us disengage this autopilot. Can you, is there any way you could uh, uh, get my credentials access to disengage the autopilot? We could just turn this thing around and we could just pretend like it never happened. Oh, look, we went to space. Oh, but funny little mix-up. Uh, and then we could just come go home and go back to our lives. I feel like that sounds great. Yeah, that's I just great. wanted um, to try a margarita. Yeah, that, that, that's wonderful. So we need to establish a bi-directional uh, downlink conversion. Um, so crap. So far away. Do, do, do either of you have a deplenurator handy? Would you like care to explain? Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, is this a tool that I'm familiar with uh, or that I would have been exposed to in my line of work? Or is this something that's like space travel specific? Oh no, this is absolutely space travel specific okay, stuff. So, would you care to explain uh, which, what that device is? And could you just repeat the name of that one more time? That sounds like a dessert. I have a lime. Okay. So it's like a plenurator, except it undoes that. The deplenurator. And, and you know what's what a, a plenurator is, right? A, a what's it now? We have a lime. We could make a dessert. I'm just a I'm just a mild meta technician. I don't know any of these 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 tools for astrophysics and, and, and space flight. I, I just no, 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 I just no. made one of the fastenings that went on the hull. Great, great, great. So um, tell me that none of you engaged the autopilot, right? Nope. Uh, yes, Chum engaged the autopilot. Who's Chum? Okay. We all engaged the autopilot. Okay, okay. Uh, unrelated, so, is this gel sterile? <laughs> He's also sucking the gel. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, great. We've got a monkey waist deep in transfermionic nanofluid. Yes! <laughs> Do you have any other 
news that I should be uh, aware of before I either go turn in my resignation or jump off the top of the uh, the complex. I well, spilled uh, my no, margarita I, when I woke up. I think Lev's gonna need a babysitter. Babysitter, okay. Okay, I've been needing a new line of work. I've been needing a new line of work. I've been needing a new line of work. You know what? No, no I didn't mean you. I, 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 no, no, I, no, no, I, no, no, I'm thinking I mean me. I'm thinking I mean me. I'm large, I'm fluffy, and I don't mind small children bouncing upon me. It's uh, much better than what's about to happen if I have to report any of this to, well, frankly, anyone. So we don't have a deep plenurator. You're hurtling towards the edge of the system. Oh, God. We've got a monkey. It is a monkey, right? Uh, the correct term is Hadazi. But you could just call me David. That's the stupidest name I've ever heard. Yeah, it, uh, my dad didn't like me very much. Yeah, it's my like you're just god. speaking gibberish. My, David. my god. Oh my god. Who would name their children that? <laughs> it's horrible. Like Chum. Glorp, glup, Those are names. <laughs> Chum puts his hand. Uh, I mean, he would have to get out of the thing. He puts his hand over the speaker on the console. I don't trust the government. <laughs> it probably doesn't stop it from being able to hear. They're your employers. <laughs> you need to get us out of. You, you need to get us out of this mess. You need to help us. Out of which mess? <laughs> the transfer amniotic nanofluid, because uh, it's gonna take a while to wash off. Let me tell you. Great. Did someone pull Shum <laughs> out of that thing? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jam Jam will try to help Chum out of the fluid. Shouldn't be too hard, right? Well, I. Yeah, there we um, go. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, Thank you for beating me to my joke. Sorry. Bruce gonna kind of step up to uh, to Jam Jam as well, and obviously being much larger than Jam Jam. <laughs> yep. uh, I- I'll I'll help you. I'll help you. Uh, you might need a little help with that. Am I really stuck? <laughs> no, no, no. If someone attempts to pull you out, they can. And. This is where we would edit in, you know, whatever a really, yes, a really, a really developed slorp kind of sound there. Okay. I'm going to get some of the engineers on the line and they're going to try to help you with this. I'm going to go write up a resignation letter. Lev, I will be happy to watch your kids for you while you're gone. Is the least I can do to make up for this colossal fuck-up that has ruined the lives of everybody. It may very well cost me my cardiac health and my sanity. Now, now, sir, if it makes you feel any better, I'm actually, I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> so for the rest of us, who had lives that they didn't want to walk away from. I'm gonna go get you some engineers. I'm gonna go get myself a really large scroll of calm emotions. And I'm gonna excuse myself from the comms Novelty because size. I feel like... How much time do we have for being does real? This, does the size I, of the I scroll matter? Does the size of the scroll matter? Oh, yes. Uh, As it turns out, yes, it does. Yes, it does. On our home planet, yes, it does. The name of this episode should just be Dick Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's not where I was going with that. I was genuinely wondering if the size of the scroll actually matters about how much your emotions are called. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it's just how you use the scroll, Mike. It's well, a five uh, milligram scroll, okay. <laughs> I don't want to feel anymore. I, w- I would say just use the scroll for another way to calm your emotions, but that, that's just me. Oh. It's more about how thick the scroll is. Than <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Press it, put it on t-shirt. <laughs> uh, it's not the tool, it's how you use it. Right, but really, how, how much time do we have? Like, is that close to the line? Like, are we gonna... 
<laughs> Are we fucked? Well, when's the last time anybody actually looked at the map? Before the oh, comms was, thing I, yeah. started. Yeah, before the call. <laughs> Wait, who just said, is there a map? I did. Yes. Euclid. <laughs> I said it. Well, it okay. Give him, give him some prop, <laughs> some, some, some um, leverage here. He was getting us juice boxes, to be fair. And making name tags. <laughs> Very so, important. On a scale of one to completely illegible, um, what's the quality of these name tags? Slide of hand. And what have you written on them? What did you use and what did you hand? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess those are the better questions is what did you actually use to make these name tags? <laughs> um, I found some like food ration labels in, in the galley. I was back there. Were, I was they thinking ahead. were they attached to food? No. <laughs> Do I roll for that? <laughs> <laughs> are you deceiving us or the DM? I can just My see you glint. says rice. No, I found, I, found a roll, I found a roll of fresh labels. Because okay. I could just as easily see Euclid just peeling the labels off of the food that's in there, now leaving a bunch of unlabeled no, food in the cooler. No, I respect I respect food freshness and, and the labels. just says and spaghetti the, sauce. <laughs> Zach, Zach's real world morals have come into the game <laughs> there's gotta yeah. be a line somewhere and food safety is <laughs> on one side of the line that's Zach's line he has no other line anywhere else but when it comes to food safety <laughs> and food waste will stay on and food waste food waste food safety these are these are qualities that are uh, transcending into my character for sure <laughs> Did anyone catch that guy's name? The comms guy? It was, yes, his yeah. name His name was Yeti. It's printed right Yeti. on his cooler oh, that right, was stolen. Yes, it's on the cooler. Yeah, oh right, my god, that's so funny. Yes, he's right. actually a Yeti. So I'm going to look um, at the nav map behind everybody. Okay. Brew's also presumably been looking at it. At least that's what I think he said, although he got stepped on when I asked and never got around to re-asking it. So it goes. Um, so While yes. While you both are looking at it, I, I sneak up uh, behind you and I, I slap some uh, name tags on you. I slap a fresh one on Brew to because I forgot Brew already had a name tag. I do. So I'm still no I'm second name tag. I am Brew. still wearing my name tag. Yes. Can you have two name tags on either side? side. <laughs> okay. So Brew is now fresh Brew. Fresh oh brew. yeah. Freshly brewed. Excuse me. Fair enough. So um who is it who uh, walked over to look at the map with him? I'm sorry. Um, Shroom, and Shum. he can roll and have advantage. I'll just do the help action. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine because Chum, you're walking up to a scene that uh, Brew already sees. You know, learning information. Can, can I jump on your shoulder? Well, Ask if uh, I can say. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, y you can. Hell yeah! So now we're at least eye level with this navigator thing. All right. <sighs> So yes, you have advantage because you are being helped. Um, and this is navigation tools again? It is. Hey, that first roll sucked. That second roll was better. Uh, a oh. seven and then a 17. So I'll take, hey. the seven. I'll take the 17, please. Okay, so. Really know your maps. <laughs> worst case scenario, you have six minutes. Until Best we're case, crossing Until you cross the line. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, you have six minutes, 15 seconds. Good. Wow. <laughs> That's a nice margins. So, so yeah. Well, I just he kinda, rolled pretty high. I turned, mm. to, I turned to Chum and I go, all right, so we have about uh, six, six or, uh, we, we have about six minutes. I think, uh, I don't think we're going back, guys. What do you mean? We just make left a bunch of lefts and eventually we get back. Is that not how that we works? Auto, we, we, we do you know how to buy? I just almost did a Russian. You know how to bite past the uh, autopilot? Because that's what's stopping us right now. Yeah, do you, uh, Lev, do you have any hidden knowledge about how to operate, uh, you know, spaceships or you're holding out or, on us? Or did you just put your foot in your mouth? <laughs> I know how to break spaceship. Oh, no. 
Uh, well, shit. Uh, well, uh, I guess we all just got to kind of make peace uh, with the uh, own space. Hit the comms console again. Uh, so, uh, was there an engineer coming to the line? Or? <laughs> well, now, now, just because we're out of the system doesn't necessarily mean we can't turn around eventually. We'll be fine. I like your attitude. None of us have ever navigated the Astro Sea before, and none of us can operate with the ship with that, with the autopilot on. Sure, but somebody's on the line. They'll help us soon. What's the Astral Sea? That's what they saw beyond the borders. I don't know. We don't know. That's oh, what this mission was going to find out. Sea like the ocean. I get it now. We're going in water? The I can't swim. See? Is it possible with these being the old crew's uh, uniforms or whatever outfits, astral suits, <laughs> that there could be some of their DNA potentially within those suits? Especially as they've been at the controls for long enough. <laughs> could Glorp have... Well, what they've never been in these suits before, and even during like trainings, these aren't like. I they, I don't I don't know. It's do they more do their own laundry? I don't know. Do they get washed? Well, I don't know. You're closer to the suit than I am. Maybe find out. Give it a sniff. You have a nose. It's hidden in there. Oh, sorry. That was a rude question to ask. <laughs> if they've been in them before maybe Glorp could imprint one of their fingerprints from a glove or something you know, you're, you're really smart when yeah, you don't yeah, talk yeah. like a Russian <laughs> I'm just speaking out loud it's oh, vaguely it's Slavic it's not like any you know what I mean it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is like one rolled R every once in a while and you miss a word do any of us have any sort of like forensic knowledge? Because I, I feel like, yeah, I, I wouldn't Ugh. know how I mean, to do that. I mean, I'm gonna say the this thing wrong. is, like, media is probably popularized enough in the modern era that we would know, we would know, like, of these suggestions that are being made. But like, can we actually make it happen? I watched an episode of CSI Concordia. Okay, do astronauts not get to bring on one personal object from the planet to bring with them? They might have if they if there any astronauts like, on the ship. Right. We're in exactly. their suits. Why would they just leave their stuff in there? <laughs> well, when they're suits. putting us in the It's suit. not like they put our luggage in the ship. Yeah. Let's say the right. counterpoint <laughs> is why would they let someone else wear their suits? The stranger things have happened. Like I mean I mean how we got here is important, but I, I would really like to figure out how to get us out of here. That is what I am trying to say, big cow man. I am tired of being on ship. His name's Brew Brew. Brew, I am sorry, Mr. Brew, but this is frustrating. <laughs> I understand. Now that we know you have kids, I imagine that you, uh, nah, this, is a, is, this is a hard thing for you. I. Do you have family? Yeah, I do. Uh, Percy. Like a. Is it, is it like a sibling yes, like or a something whole like family. that? Or? I mean, yeah, I have brother. I, but that uh, guy, Yeti, maybe I will t call him back and tell him to call brother. <laughs> I'm going to crawl to the other shoulder so I can yeah, look at Yeah, hold on a Z. second. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure that guy's going to steal your family. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's so I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a I thing. I will smash so console if that is case. We, we still haven't heard any response from the console, right? There has not been a single engineer that has gotten back to us. Um, well, I, you know, you guys were kind of a little bit busy there. I don't want to, you know, Sorry. just stepping just, on, but I'm just folks. Yeah, that's why I want to just check in. I'm just curious. Yep. You, if not, I'm going to be looking at a way to hotwire these fucking communications so that Lev can make a call. Yep. So all of a sudden then there's, Okay, okay, okay. 
So they call an engineer in here, and um, I'm sort of the junior engineer on the crew. I'm going to do what I can to help you guys. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Are oh, we okay? Shit. I think it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. So uh, check this out. Um, we need to uh, we need to change the polarity on the paravoltaic carboxylic subphase controller. Now uh, you know where that is, Who's right? What's it? No. <laughs> Talk to us like we're five. So wait, wait, wait a sec. Carboxylic-subphase-controller-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-sharp-shar
Very important. I went to get milk. Milk? But, uh... Did you have to raise something with nipples again, father? It's pretty crazy that Lev is from, like, Eastern Europe or something, and his kids are from, like, Iceland. <laughs> I love this! <laughs> I, don't really think, I don't really think accent develop until later in our species, maybe? It's entirely possible the DM is not a competent voice actor. <laughs> Just an observation I was making. It was cool. Oh, I love, it was cool. I love it was everything cool about this. Point. I don't really know. <laughs> everything sounds like a question. Yes, well, uh, so I had to go get the milk, and uh, it was pretty far. It was sold out in a lot of places, you know, and I uh, had to drive there. That is why car is not there either. Uh, so, just Dimitri is going to be there soon. Uncle Dimitri, he's going to cook something for you and more than likely take you to school tomorrow too. So that is going to be fun. You are going to have good time. Tell Uyana the same thing and uh... So you'll be back tomorrow, Papa? Uh, yeah, probably. Who's, you know, tomorrow... At least one tomorrow's I will be there. You haven't gotten back into wrestling, have you, father? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would never. I would never. That is beyond the... Uh, it's from my past, boy. Um, That's sad. I want to grow up and be a big wrestler like please. you, papa. No, you cannot grow up to be a wrestler. You're going to be rocket scientist. I think that is more important in the future. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, oh, I'm realizing now what uh, would be Uncle Dimitri be best able to if you had interested. I know that dinosaurs were interesting, but I think you being rocket scientist is way more pertinent right now. Why don't you read that on <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica and let me know what you find. Okay. I will, Papa. Always so we will see boy. you tomorrow? Tomorrow, one tomorrow's, two tomorrow's. It could be couple tomorrow's, you know. One tomorrow, two tomorrow, three tomorrow, four. Exactly. You are catching on quick. See, now apply that to rockets and get back to me with that, please. <laughs> okay. And uh, give love to to you and, and Uyana and and uh, I will try to call Dimitri even though there's I have a big perfect cell phone reception. Papa, Not open there's a big door. furry man Closed outside. Door. He's carrying a parasol, Papa. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, so we don't trust that. Closed, key door closed. Yeah, that guy's definitely stealing your family. Put the tape. <laughs> Uh, what else can you do? Grab knife. Grab knife. You. Okay. <laughs> I get to play Is this with knife, Papa. Text-based game now. Just <laughs> you know, until he leave, and then you put back in lock. Oh no. Okay, Papa. I play with knife now. Bye -bye. No, stop playing. Okay, that's fine. I guess you'll be you'll be safe. You're a smart boy of eight years age. <laughs> Some really good parenting going on right now. <laughs> Future rocket scientist uh, over there. <laughs> so, like, because like Percival was like fighting for you, dude. Right? He was like, "All right, like this guy needs to talk to his family. He's like, he's leaving his kids behind. Be like unintentionally." And I pass the mic to you, and that's what you came up with. And Percival I'm is going just, to get milk. Percival, Percival is just looking at you with his like jaw open. You see his like big like hippo teeth, like all like you know, just like it is like he's what just I, like. What am I going to say? That I got drunk with Rockman and ended up on the spaceship? Well, you could have left the drunk part out, but you could have at least let them know that you were being blasted off into space unintentionally. It's not like it's your well. Yes, that's the unbelievable part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are yeah, we hitting was, that wall? I, I, went, okay, I, I so. went to bat for you, Lev, and that was... We're going to have to talk about that, bud. That was great. Well, I mean, as long as we buy some milk in space, it wasn't a lie. Exactly. We'll hit the wall Thank when you, it's convenient Lord. for the plot. We're trying to sort out child care here. Uh, well, Zev, I, uh, 
I fully support you teaching your kid how to stab someone. That was uh Yes. That's good. Uh, doctors get stabbed. That is correct. Which Yeah, because he was definitely stealing your family, so now he's gonna get stabbed by your family. That's right. definitely gonna go much better. And the police will be able to find that blood, and that is good. So we will have whole all families when they get home. That is wonderful. Everyone's <laughs> just kinda looking at their shoes. Well, yeah. hang on. I'm just jotting down some notes for this too. That's fine. Before, uh, no, it's fine. Move on. Silence just something like about Yeti babysitter yeah. stabbed by young Nikita. <laughs> I'm just going. And those are all the only words that are going to be in here. So, like four, oh, six so months, two years from now, when I look back, I'm just going to see Yeti babysitter stabbed by young Nikita, and I'm going to have no fucking context. My goldfish brain is going to forget all the context associated with this. And it's just going to be this hilarious thing of a Yeti babysitter that I forgot about being stabbed by <laughs> Lev's child. If I remember the names of Lev's children, it's, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah, it's backstory. Yeah, it's all malleable, really. It's, oh, my God. It's going to build character for him. And your kids. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited well, when we maybe for the stabbed that- Yeti too. Yeah. You know, if he survives being stabbed, he'll have more character. Less blood, but more character. That'll come back. That regenerates. <laughs> yeah. I think I handled that with great aplomb. Thank you. So as you know, Jume is easily distracted and not looking there. Brew, you are the first and so far only one to have noticed that we're you know, maybe two thirds along the way from where we started towards that wall, which puts us at about somewhere between two minutes and two minutes five before we hit it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just to remind everybody, we got about two minutes before we cross that threshold. And I, I, I feel helpless. I feel like brace for impact. I just wanted to say that. I would grab. Oh no! The only thing close to me is your horns, bro. Listen, they're they're sturdy. Because uh, I literally, like, you say brace for impact, and you're like, ah, shit. Oh, Percival's gonna just like take a deep breath. Um, try to like you see him like fumble and try to adjust his spacesuit. He like takes like one of the folds that's like you know. Um, as it's bunched up a little bit over his belly and he just tries to like stretch it down and he sits down in the chair that he was in when this thing launched and he just starts trying to rebuckle his his harness and he's just like well there goes nothing old Percy you could do this you could do this you could survive in space who knows what's out there you know you're you're, you're one of the you're one of the first people doing this it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay right Everyone should probably get buckled in. I'm not going back in the helmet. Glorp had previously buckled the cooler into <laughs> the chair I had mentioned. So Glorp just cracks the lid of the cooler and just starts like oozing in. Hmm. Well, you can have my mm-hmm. chair because I'm going to go sit in the jail. I'm going to go. You can have my chair. I'm going to go sit in the uh, pilot seat. <laughs> you don't. Well, it's it's canon it? that it was it was Chum's chair now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what people are doing. They're kind of just bracing themselves for impact, getting settled into chairs, getting themselves prepared for what could quite possibly be an event of catastrophic proportions as we hit the edge of known space, really, and head into, zooms into the camera, unknown space. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Shum's definitely very interested in what it looks like. He's, like, looking out the window. Out of the front, it looks unremarkable. The only thing that you would notice isn't so much a presence of anything but an absence. Mostly of those stars that were going by are now no longer going by, and the entire field in front of you is black. The blue glow at the edges of the screen is creeping in ever so slightly. A little faster. A little faster. The edges of the screen are very bright blue, and it's almost a gradient, almost entirely to a point in the center of the screen. And everything gets more blue and brighter from the edges in. 
Well, isn't this thrilling? And you can feel everything shift just a little bit. Not the catastrophic collision you were expecting, not the grand paradigm shift that you think it might have been. Everything stops. But nothing stops. Sort of a weird, maybe difference in perception that you notice. The sky is beautiful sky. It's actually sky. It doesn't even feel like space anymore. It feels like almost an alien. The night sky, the biosphere of an alien world, swirling blues and greens and points of light. And uh, it's just different out here. The sense of motion is gone. Everything just feels like you're standing on solid ground. The current map on the left side of the screen now just shows the that blue circle empty. There's no dot in it. We do it? I think we crossed the threshold. Everybody okay? Two horns. Still feel like myself. <clears throat> I feel pretty good. An arm pops out of the cooler and gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Nothing else. It's just an arm and a thumb. Jam Jam is still hung over. Yeah, I guess they have that in the uh, astral, astral threshold thing. What do we do yes. now? Time might not pass, but you can still get drunk. Oh, wait, does that um, mean that the hangover stays like the whole time because it's not going away until you leave the Astral Sea? No, oh. Because everything that's happening is happening and time doesn't pass. But all the things happen as though time is passing. You don't age, but your heart still beats. You don't age, but you still have to eat every what you think might be six hours or so. You still feel a need to sleep periodically. It's just that those periods don't particularly map. But also they do because time will have caught up to you by the time you reenter space, at least in the in the place that six months after you enter the astral sea and you exit it, it will have passed six months. You won't have experienced the six months. We should well, also will quick. We should also quickly note: you actually do not need to eat, breathe, or drink in the astral sea because time doesn't pass. That oh, is one of okay. the established I, things. I sit corrected. I'm still going to try. I mean, I imagine yeah, if you're the yourself. sort of person who likes food, you might want to eat something. I cause... feel like though, if time's not passing, any alcohol you drink would not be getting you drunk, but it would all hit you all at once. When you when get you up. leave the astral sea, <laughs> same thing Ooh. in terms of like the ha- like the hangover is not going to go. It's just going to continue pulsing. Right. And as soon as we leave the astral sea, it'll just be gone because That's so all cool. of that time in theory would have passed to have. Like, it's going to be hell for you guys. That's a good philosophical of. question. Like, I'm I not. Guess, I, yeah, I don't think. Like, I don't think I can answer that now. I feel like maybe we could ask someone who's got more experience with the spell jammer setting, or I could just think about it for two weeks and, you know. I don't think that's really anything hard out. and fast. I think that's mm-hmm. what, but whatever we establish yeah. is what it is. But it's, so. an, it's, it's, the it's, an, it's an interesting thought experiment, though. Like, how really does time pass? Because standardized time is everywhere. It takes you time to travel through the astral sea, and that time will have passed by the time you get there. But it isn't passing for you, except that it is because you can still feel time. Otherwise, nothing would happen in the astral sea. Damn. Mm -hmm. My brain hurts. Yeah, (laughs) like there's got to be a good answer to it. And I don't know what it is. And I'm probably going to think about it for a while because we don't have that much longer of episode. And I really don't want to spend it uh, discussing uh, meta astrophysics. Yeah. Like, maybe Not I could tell yet. some story here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for what story we have. Anyway, it's blue and it doesn't feel like you're moving, but you know that you are. The maps, it doesn't show, at least not on the map you're looking at. 
I'd like to see if there's any other consoles that we could like that are, that are either labeled or have some sort of markings that could maybe even just give us some general ship diagnostics. I feel like I'm going to try to lean into what my strengths are. And so I'm going to look for somewhere where I can get like a diagnostic readout of some kind of, of, of this ship to just see if like everything seems to at least be functioning. Like if there's like, you know, are we are we using any resources that are finite? You know what I mean? Like I, I just need to make sure that we are in a position where we're at least stable so that we can plot our next move and, and, and also see if the if the autopilot is still engaged or if because we've we, we seem to have lost a heading because now we're just out in whatever this place is, uh, you know, if that's still engaged or if that still has a destination or direction in mind. I feel like mm. I could try to just find a All general right. diagnostic readout that would try to hopefully give some information. I'm not sure if there's even like a way to, I don't know. I'm just trying to like, I'm, I'm going to every screen and just trying to see if there's like, yep. a, I'm going to settings, going to fucking. You have 13 like days. Trying trying to to boxes. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> we do need, we do need a maintenance console. Um, there are a few that you can't quite identify. Um, there appears to be a maintenance and diagnostics console on the left. About uh, two to you know two towards uh, towards the aft of the ship from astrocartography, the left of the port. See, I should be a little more consistent. Now on the starboard side, you've got comms up towards the bow, and uh, aft of that, a couple of consoles. You have life support. Okay. Well, first I want to check the life support systems and just see what we're working with. Life support. It has a couple of switches, one or two dials a gauge or two. The gauge seems to be, um, you know, those kind that have, uh, you know, it's got the gradations, but it's got maybe a red zone, a yellow zone, a little green strip, another yellow zone, some red along the line. There's a little, you know, one of those little red arrows just squarely right in the middle of the green. There's green lights all lit. There's even a uh, little screen that says status normal. Okay. So that's 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 step one. And that's that's a little bit more comforting, at least. Step two would be to look for a maintenance console and just kind of see if the rest of the systems of the ship are functioning properly. If there's any sort of way to. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of get a get a beat on what our situation is, because like now we're just stranded in unknown places. All right. Maintenance and diagnostics is uh, port side third from the front. Okay, I'm just going to try to boot it up and, you know, see if it's because like, I mean, at least like the diagnostic information might look familiar to me because I've read enough like, you know, more small time stuff like that. But I mean, I'm sure there's probably plenty of sort of these astrophysical elements that are going to be a little bit more unknown to me, seeing as how I did not know a single name of a tool or part that they've mentioned to us in the prior instructions. So... You press a button underneath the screen. There's maybe two or three buttons that are under there, kind of at uh, little tick marks like it's to select menu options at the bottom of screen and a small standard keyboard below it. Uh, when you fire it up, it flashes a little splash screen saying VXWare Diagnostics. And after that goes away, it gives you a command line. Um, okay. I feel like I would know I, mean, I would know the colloquial command on like any sort of modern operating system, but yeah. I'm not sure maybe if this is different. Okay. This is just command line. So I'm going to try to enter the familiar command or a familiar command to me. Yep. Um, and just, you know, and literally just to type run and then space and just space diagnostics and then hit enter. Or return or whatever. It works. And uh, run diagnostics, and it starts printing out line after line after line. And you can hear a little as a little dot matrix printer off to the left uh, prints out a ticker tape strip with uh, with the same printouts that's on the screen. My goodness, they still use these. Um, okay, I mean, I'm just going to start scanning through both what's on the screen and on the papers okay. and just see, like, if anything, you know, if, if things are nominal, if things are, like, any, 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 any sort of, I'm just looking for any alerts or, you know, skimming. I'm trying yep. to look, look for alerts or okay. anything that's out of any sort of nominal range. Yeah, let's see. 
Uh, yeah, multiplexer status, nominal. Any alerts? Um, no, nothing that stands out. Um, you know, Iona phototrizing is maybe just ever so slightly out of your optimal range. You know, just just a little blow, but we're talking about like 0.3%, nothing to really worry about. Okay. Yeah. And things things look relatively normal. Um, there is a strip uh, across the top that uh, with a yellow highlighted line. Everything else is scrolling through, but that's just the top that says autopilot engaged. Oh, it's still on. Still on. Uh, Brew, can you make sense of whatever's on the navigation screen now? Do we have like a heading? Is there even anything out here that we're heading towards? I can certainly try. Anything at all. Uh, he attempts to mess around with whatever got him onto this map. Um, okay. To see if he can shift it or move it or manage it in some way. All right. Uh, you're able to uh, scroll through a couple of different maps. Uh, one of them actually shows what looks like a blue field with a lot of uh, different uh, circles in it. Some, you know, little uh, looks like little black circles of varying sizes sort of scattered all over a hex map. You're traveling well, what new. from your perspective. So towards what would be the northwest on a map, if you were looking at it conventionally, there is another uh, black circle. And in between uh, the two, um, there's that little red dot traveling. It's about halfway between the two right now. Can I make an inference about the red dot being us? Yeah, it's exactly in the same format as was on the previous map. Sure. Um, All right. Well, so I can just I can tell you that we're moving toward this or it seems like we're moving toward this uh, this circle up here in the the upper uh, upper left here. What about the window? Can you see anything out like that? Looking out the window, you can't see anything like that. Um, It just looks like the kind of shifting blue to white to purple of uh, the quote sky of the astral sea or the, 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 the like nebulous yeah 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 nebulous in the way that nebulas are <laughs> um hmm. okay well first of I'm all ass- I'm I assuming- have no idea what this I don't even know what this map is uh, because our people have never even seen this is this is the furthest we've ever gotten this is it. So I don't know what we're heading towards or the fact that how, how the hell do we even have a map at all? It's, it's incredible. Um, like per, Percy, Percy just looks like, I mean, he looks like in, in kind of in awe that like <laughs> we have any sort of like directional awareness at all in a, in a, in a, in a place where, you know, is, 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 is so foreign to like, what Amen. We know. that's why I don't trust the government. I mean, keeping things from us. I mean, that's probably true, but I also wonder if, if the ship itself is just acknowledging the space around it and just noticing that there's things there. It's not telling me what it is. It's just telling me there's something there. I wouldn't be surprised. Connie's a special girl. What's the distance? Does it, does it, does it give you any sort of estimated time to destination? Uh, am I able to kind of use... You would be able to infer that uh, you are. we are currently about halfway between the two. So if it's been... What do we think time has passed? Well, Maybe there, about 10 No time has passed. So. No time has passed. So... Yes, <laughs> but I mean... Relativistic <laughs> in, in, time. Well, uh, yeah, relativistic time. So so uh, the time it, it, it's been since we, we, we crossed into this, this area... Uh, It'll take about the same amount of time to get there. And I mean, what is time, really? Sure. Mm. Yeah. As I, as, I speak, as I speak to a voice in my head. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ever-present well, voice of the narrator. 
Well, I don't think that any of us, like, any of our characters, would necessarily know all of the intricate properties of the astral sea, you know, in the astral plane, because none of us have ever been there, and yeah. people have never really had time to study it. So, like, no, you know, it, this is this is all stuff that we're like kind of processing yeah. as it's happening. Yeah, and some of these um, things, like that concept of time passing, isn't something that you guys can actually perceive. It right, feels that right. something is off. But until you're actually told about this somehow through some sort of plot or exposition, you just know that something shifted yeah. and something changed oh. once we crossed that barrier, and we don't really know yeah. like, necessarily what this uneasy feeling we have is. Honestly, um, autopilot's still on. We got a map that we shouldn't have. I guess we're going wherever they want us to go, and we'll find out more there. I suppose you're right. I don't really think there's much more for us to do. Besides, accept our fate. Unless you want Lev to break the ship. No, no, I think that that is, uh, you know, if we were to ever find ourselves stuck and needed to get out, you know, crash landing, something like that, we'd certainly call upon Lev to start breaking things to get us out. Right. Uh, well, I guess shall we explore the ship? I, I must confess, I, I've, I've only seen the most of the exterior and some of the wiring. I've never actually seen what it looks like inside here. Yeah, you know what? Some of you guys turn to actually explore the rest of the ship while uh, the ship continues on its inexorable course. The camera fades to black. We cut to the credits. Wait, no, there's there's a there's a there's a circle, a black a black border that's forming a circle. And then uh, and then <laughs> Euclid pops his head through it and he's like, well, I guess that's it for this one. And then he uh, <laughs> sticks his head. You get head stuck again. Yeah, <laughs> he gets his stuck, and there's a loud as he pulls his head through it. Nice. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for yet another week, another episode of the Hapless Heroes. If you like us. We can be found on the internet. We're on Linktree slash Hapless Heroes. And if you want to look for us on Instagram, it's, you know, Instagram.com slash Hapless Heroes, I believe. I'm not I'm really on the gram myself, but uh, they tell Just me uh, all the kids Heroes. are doing it. At Hapless Heroes. There we go. Yeah, it's almost like uh, that uh, website that uh, doesn't know what its name is anymore. But, uh, yeah, Linktree might even take you there. Now, if you really like us leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice we're on you know all of them if it's a podcast service of note uh you know for at least the uh, western world sphere we're probably on it uh we're hosted on podbean we're on spotify pandora the rapidly uh departing us google music i think there's an apple music still we'd be on there um we're on all those apple, places apple Podcasts. sure there yeah you go. i'm not an apple user but i know people who are maybe i should uh be a little more familiar with it but anyway it's just called podcast yeah if 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 that podcast service allows you to leave a review and you leave us a five-star review. Really, if you leave us any star review, because, uh, you know, we want to be fair to everyone, even those who aren't having the best time, uh, you know, still, still hear you out, but, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll read your review on the air so we can recognize you as the five-star human that you are. Now, if for some reason, uh, you can't leave it on one of these, uh, places, we have a channel in our discord called, uh, five stars where you could leave it there. Once again, you leave a review, we read it, we recognize you, you know, because thank you. Now, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hapless heroes. By this point, we may have multiple reward tiers. We don't uh, right now as of recording, but, you know, we're uh, banding about the idea, looking at it, weighing the pros, weighing the cons, you know, trying to see what kind of things we can give back to the community. Now, it doesn't matter what uh, level you donate at. We appreciate it. We're not in this for the money. These things just sort of cover things like our hosting costs and uh, any equipment we need, maybe the occasional odd pizza party, you know, one chip challenge chips, you know, uh, when they're legal to buy again, those sorts of things. <laughs> Never doing that again, but uh, if you did subscribe to us on Patreon, uh, we do have, uh, the video does exist. So anyway, that's just a long rambly way of uh, thanking uh, those of us who support you for our support and letting those who want to support us know how they can best give us their support. <laughs> I love that. That was so good. Please keep that. Smooth landing. Please keep that.
And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, go to a podcast service of your choice that will let you leave reviews and leave a review for us, five star that is, in character as a time traveler from uh, the Dark Ages who has discovered what podcasts are suddenly and is confused by them and uh, needs, needs to travel back home in order to feed the goats but uh, instead they're they're listening to podcasts your task can vary it doesn't need to be to feed the goats you can feed the swines <laughs> or um, harvest the the mud in a, in a in a valley or something or uh, I don't know uh, help build a wall <laughs> in your village or spin the fiefdom or whatever the fuck you got going on in there um but yeah you, you leave us a leave us a review in character as a time traveler from the past who is bewildered and befuddled by by the technology here but they love our podcast five stars definitely doable that's a doable one. that's a doable yep. one taking us i love it and taking us from the past into our future, the future where we outro our cast. Starting all the way over at my left, we have Euclid, played by Zach. Bye. To his left, we have Chum, played by Seb. See you guys. To his left, we have Glorp, played by Nicole. You should have left a lesson plan. To her left, we have Baru, played by Mike. Shapes and colors, that's all I need. To his left, we have Father of the Year, Lev, played by Lou. <laughs> Good night, everybody. To his left, we have Jam Jam, played by John. Until next time. And to his left, we have Percival, played by Francesco. I wonder what unknown awaits us at this destination. My name is Dave. I have been your host and dungeon master for this evening. Join us next week as we continue this voyage into the unknown. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. We'll see you. Bye.